you can look for new limited edition 15 packs of original 16 Canadian Pale Ale. Each pack includes a mix of collectible cans for the ultimate Flames fan to proudly display. Original 16, official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames. Welcome inside Flames Post Game Live. It's brought to you by Original 16, celebrating things done well. The Calgary Flames, Vegas School, the Knights meeting for the fourth and final time here tonight. And despite a late push from the Calgary Flames, it is the Knights that escape with a 3-2 victory here tonight. Uh, boy, this uh, third period had some twists and turns to it, which we'll get into, including a late uh, goaltending change with about six minutes left. Um, but maybe let's first just get your sort of initial uh, take on tonight's hockey game and, and obviously a devastating blow to the playoff chances of the Calgary Flames. Yeah, it was quiet start to the game for both teams. The second period didn't really hold a lot to it as well. And then the th all the action happened in the third period. So it kind of had a, yeah. it had a weird feel tonight. But I just I didn't really like the attention to detail at the start of the game for the Calgary Flames. Just too much space and time for the Vegas Golden Knights, who is a team that they, you know, they need to try to smother out there. You can't let their top players get some looks and chances. And it was, it was a little bit of a hole they had to dig themselves out of. They did a good job yep. scrapping and clawing and trying to get back. But again, just too many really high quality chances for this Vegas team tonight. And I don't think they earned them all. I think some of them were given to them by the Flames. Right. And specifically, you're talking a little bit about the start too, and then the hole being the two nothing, but just kind of the details from the opening puck drop of this game. Yeah, and right from the get-go, there was a couple guys snuck behind Flames defenders. Right. Uh, the Flames had a bad line change uh, that led to a goal. You know, they gave up a lot of two-on-ones tonight. There was two or three, yeah. and remember Rasmus Anderson making a great play on one. At this time of year, you can get away with a couple of those. You can't get away with six or seven grade-A chances in a game. It just it can't happen, and unfortunately, the Calgary Flames gave up a few too many tonight. All right, we will hear uh, some reaction from inside the Calgary Flames locker room. We'll also hear from head coach Daryl Sutter coming up in just a moment. But first, let's uh, look at how the game breaks down with our highlights from tonight's game. And uh, we'll start, as uh, Corey just talked about, right back in the first period. And it was Jonathan show that gets the Vegas School the Knights on the board first and kind of keeps on the two-on-one, kind of pulls it to the middle and then scores his 23rd of the season. Yeah, and I know the Flames, they need some offense and they want to get going and get out of the gate, but you can't lose track of these guys. You can't let them slip behind you. And this is too early in the game to be giving up chances like this. They make them pay there, and uh, that would be a one nothing lead at that point. And then uh, just a few minutes later, they would add to the lead. And this one comes courtesy a breakaway and a finish. Nicely done there by Michael Amadio. Yeah, and this is the one we're talking about. It's not a good line change, but then the other defenseman, I think it's Gilbert, gets caught way too wide on the boards, and they just give up Main Street. And that's a lot to ask. You know, Markstrom makes a great save on the first part of that attempt, but with no stick, well, Mackenzie Wieger's kind of left defenseless there. And that would make it a 2-0 game. But here's some of the fight we saw late stages of the first period. In fact, the Flames had a goal called back. We'll get to more of that in just a moment. But this is the one that does count. And uh, inside the final minute, which we know those are huge momentum-type goals, and uh, Walker Dewar sets up Milan Lucic there. Yeah, this is a big goal. And then got the crowd in the game here. I know it's right at the end of the period. These guys go in the dressing room. And I think at the time, the score was 2-1. Uh, 2-1 yeah. well in this game but I'm talking yeah. about the other games oh, if yeah, for yeah. this time of the year yes there's going to be scoreboard watching going on 
Uh, one of the games is 1-1 that they're tracking. Um, the other one was very tight as well. I thought we were going to see this Flames team come out in the second right. period just ready to go and gung-ho. Yeah, that Nashville game, uh, we'll, you know, we'll talk about the out-of-town scoreboard too. Winnipeg was just getting started at that point, and then uh, this, in the early stages of the third period, is some insurance for Vegas, which it turns out they would need. Nicholas Wall scores it his 12th of the season, and here comes, uh, wait, maybe just hear a thought on this one as uh, we look at kind of the replay. Well, we, we see Anderson, he's complaining to the ref, even as he's on his way back to the net here, he gets taken out of the play, and that's clearly a penalty. Yeah, he's got his um, hand You off. couldn't see it from the original angle, but when you get that, that review, yeah. that should have been called, so he's got every right. It leads to a goal. I mean, the only other thing that could have been done, there was maybe a little more desperation on the part of the other couple Flames trying to take that pass away, but that's a little bit unfortunate. Yeah, you can see uh, the one hand comes off. Ironically, it was Wall that did it, and then uh, he ends up getting the goal from it. Uh, this a power play goal, though, later in the period, about the midway mark, and uh, it would be Nick uh, Nazem Kadri that scores his first in 14, but Kadri comes up huge after a little bit of a goal scramble and then finds some space. Yeah, and nice, nice pass through to Huberdeau. He gets, a, they get a stick in on him, and he doesn't get a great opportunity. But he sticks with it, finds Kadri out front, and a little look of relief on his face there to get that monkey off his back and and put and then behind the goaltender. Yeah, and such a huge moment. Obviously, you're looking for a spark, looking for some something to. Yeah, I mean, we talked about some chances too, and we'll look at those here uh, in just a moment. Actually, maybe before we get to Daryl, let's talk about that late stages of the game. Uh, you felt like some some pressure was mounting. Uh, they had Vegas did a, a line that was out there for had to have been well over a minute, and some of the pressure that we saw that led to some chances around the one minute mark. But um, you know, it's just one of those one of those uh, moments that you can't can't find it. And yeah, and the Flames did a nice job. They generated yeah. some pretty good chances. I'm not sure if we're going to see a couple yeah, here. This is but they're moving the puck around. They got a tired group out there. Manjapani yeah. makes a great move to the net. That's a big save by Jonathan Quick. Yeah. And they keep pressing here. And <laughs> that's a great A save. Yeah. And this, we we got we haven't failed to mention that yeah. uh, Knight's goaltender yeah, goes Logan down. Thompson. Logan Thompson goes down with about six or seven minutes left on the clock. Yeah. Got Jonathan Quick sitting out there cold, comes out for his 25-second stretch that the NHL gives to their yeah. backup goalies when they come in and made a couple of huge saves. But yeah. it wasn't for lack of opportunities, the Flames there. They... Uh, you got to give Jonathan Quick a little bit of credit. Sure, coming in in that kind of spot. Uh, I, 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 I know neither one of us were goaltenders, but to sit for that long and then to come in in that high of a leverage position, that can't be exactly what a goaltender's no, looking for. And the Flames did everything they wanted. They got traffic sure. to the net. Yeah. They had good looks to Foley fan on a couple of pucks where there's some good shooting opportunities. It just, again, the only thing I don't like about it is you start a little too late. You wait till partway through the third right. period, yeah. you're you're down. That press needed to come in the second after that Lucic goal, and it was just such a quiet second period tonight. I, I feel like it was a wasted 20 minutes. Right. Uh, 5.53 was what Jonathan Quick ends up playing, so just past the six-minute mark uh, left in that third period, he comes in and then turns aside all the shots he faced, which were uh, all five of them tonight. All right, let's get some reaction. Let's hear from the head coach now of the Calgary Flames, Daryl Sutter, standing by in the Ed Whalen Media Lounge. Let's listen in. See you out there tonight. Pardon? What did you think of the game tonight? I think uh, Marky really had a great first period, gave us a chance to stay in it. I think uh, kind of like we went to Vegas last week, we caught them with some miles. I think they caught us with some miles. But I thought we battled back and, and 
you know, it's, it's when you need somebody to make a big play, score a goal. Did you see a little more out of Kadri than you've seen of late tonight? Yeah, I thought he was really good last game, too. I mean, there's ebbs and flows. These guys aren't perfect, right? So I thought the line was, was uh, really good in Anaheim, and I thought they, you know, obviously he scores. I think now it's got the power play. Yep, yeah, yeah. Well, the explanation you on the second disallowed goal. Which, the uh, empty net? The empty net. Uh, Toronto called to the officials to the bench and uh, said that Luch knocked their defenseman into the net. That's why. And we weren't sure either because it was hard to tell. That's it. What uh, what you do? Do you think your team had a chance coming back in the third period? Like, did you see the effort, and energy? Though? Absolutely. Uh, we thought we worked hard. And it, hey, you know what? It's like we talked about this morning. You gotta. You're coming into three and four here. You're gonna need four lines and three pairs, and we're probably a little bit short. And, and uh, Louis' line scores a goal, and you know, I think they probably got after a cup fire defenseman pretty good. What did you say to the guys when you got back in the room afterwards, just knowing the what the playoff picture looks like right now? Just, just stay where you're at, right? There's not much you can do about that. They hear enough of right? They hear enough of that. <laughs> so they'll need to hear it from the coaches. How tough was it for you guys to cut through their their defense. It felt like their their defense was cutting off so many passes. To yeah, you guys asked this morning about that stuff, right? They're def- they are. A, we've played some top division teams here that have top four defensemen that shut you down in the middle of the ice. Okay, thank you. Unique yep. players. Uh, all right, there is uh, head coach Daryl Sutter uh, following tonight's 3-2 loss. And, uh, yeah, I mean, one of the things we obviously talked about, some of the situations, late stages of the game and the pushback, happy to see that. But kind of talked about some miles, too. I, I think that makes a good point. We discussed that a little bit uh, earlier this week about catching Vegas, coming home from a five-game uh, road trip, that first one back, and uh, a lot of miles. Calgary Flames have kind of gone back and forth here, too. I, I don't know if that plays a role into tonight's hockey game, but, um, you know, you, that's, that's just part of the league. You catch teams coming in and out of road trips at this point in the season. Yeah, it's the schedule for the NHL doesn't get any easier in no. the year. And these guys, you know, as professionals, you try to navigate it as best you can and you get yeah. prepared. Um, you just, with the amount of weight and stake that was on this game tonight, though, yeah. it should be pretty easy to get up for and get ready for. So, I mean, personally, as a player, you – you just get ready and you go. Yeah. There should be no excuses. There Can't shouldn't be anything. It. Not this time of year. Um, maybe the drags of January. Yeah. You can let that stuff happen, but we're too close to the end here. So um, I wouldn't be using miles yeah. um, for excuses. At they, they, they are part of it. Yeah. I understand that. But you got to get through that. Get going. Find a way. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the no goals. Uh, it happens twice in this hockey game. The first one comes in the first period, which would have made it 2-1 at the time. This one was pretty obvious, I would think. Andrew Mangiapane, uh, nice little two-touch. I just don't know if that works in hockey, but. And I, I don't know if he was intending to kick it with the right foot to the left foot. I think no, that was I the think, part. I think that that's yeah. the part that was excusable. But then, 
you yeah. see on his left foot there, he's he, it needs a lot of help to get across sure. the goal line. Yeah. So I think they got this one right. And yeah. I don't know if we get to see Manja's face after the goal. It uh, it looked a little guilty. Did it? Yeah, yeah. well, I, there wasn't a huge argument put up on that side. See, that one, understandably. This one, uh, the second one, was a little bit different because Walker Dewar in uh, the second uh, third period uh, you know, scores a goal that I don't know that we've seen something go down quite like this before, given the fact that the goaltender was out of the net. Uh, and we'll see that the, the net's actually off its moorings, and that's what part part of it starts it. But you could actually hear teammates yelling at Walker to shoot it, shoot it, because the net's open. What do you make of this one? Well, why was the net open? That's the piece uh, yeah, of the puzzle we I, haven't we solved yet, Brendan. Yeah, that's the part we don't know. Goalie goes over the bench. And we're just not sure why. Like, it didn't look like the ref was signaling a penalty. Or, yeah. Um, you suggested he was maybe going for a line change. That doesn't usually happen. Um, this is the first frame. Maybe he had a bum skate, go over there, get a quick yeah. stripe with the magic stick to come back. I don't know. That one was absolutely bizarre. Yeah. I have no idea what he was doing over there. I hope someone asked him a question after yeah. the game so we can figure it out. I, I like, yeah, signaling. Maybe he was signaling a little bit of the, uh, they're doing some. Yeah, post-game stuff as well. But uh, anyway, shortly after that, he leaves the game. But yeah, I don't know uh, what what that all entailed. But either way, he was right in that the net was off. And eventually, that's the decision that's made. And obviously, it was because I think the, the description was that Milan Lucic pushed Zach Whitecloud into the net. Therefore, it was the flames that causes uh, the net to go off its moorings. And that's hence the no goal. So that's where we stood there. But a couple of uh, odd ones here tonight. Uh, the kick-in and then the uh, the no-goal. Let's go inside the Calgary Flames locker room now and let's get some reaction. Obviously, fresh off this loss, uh, I'm sure since some disappointment. Here's uh, Mackenzie Weger standing by. Um, I guess our start. We weren't ready to go on time. Um, need to be ready, you know, in these, these games, these situations. The last 10 to go here. Uh, we need to go be ready to go and be desperate right off the start. Yeah, I mean, lots of talk about frustration, but um, can't be looking behind us. We got to just keep moving forward here. Starts are, I would assume, just listening to players talk about about preparation, about just kind of being ready to go on time. What else goes into making sure that you guys do have the start that you want? Uh, I think you know we're just all together as a unit. We're all you know moving the puck well. We're all skating together well. You know, you got four lines and 60 going at the same time. There's a point where you kind of have to do the math looking at the standings when you guys watching the Winnipeg game and just praying a little bit right now? I didn't watch the Winnipeg game, no. That last flurry, what uh, what did you see on that? Um, I saw the net and I missed my shot. Um, you know, I think there there's one chance I can get back all year, it'd be that one. Mackenzie, is there an explanation for those I don't know. Um, I don't know. It might just be preparation or focus or, you know, coming off, uh, you know, a road trip, tough travel, uh, many different things, but we got to find a way to, you know, come out a little bit harder at home. Okay, thanks. All right, short and sweet there from uh, Mackenzie Weger. And uh, obviously, as we kind of talked about right off the top of the show, pointing right to, to the starts here tonight and kind of matter of factly, if so. Yeah, he was to the point, and I think he's absolutely correct. I mean, it's a bit of a tough pill to swallow when you're when yeah. you're saying that in this but position. It takes everybody being ready to go, and you again, it's the attention to those small details right out of the gate that makes such a huge 
or have such a huge bearing on the game. Yep. And they just give, in the course of the first two periods, they just gave Vegas way too many opportunities to pull away in this game. And it, you can't do that at this stage of the game. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's go right back inside because uh, we'll hear from our next member of the Calgary Flames inside the Calgary Flames locker room. Let's uh, hear from Milan Lucic now. Milan asked this of uh, McKenzie, but what troubles you most about this loss? Uh, you know, it's 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 a tough one. I mean. Uh, Effort was there in spurts. Um, I mean, I said it this morning. You know, we need we're, we're a team that relies on all four lines and all 60 to have success, and uh, I don't think we had that for a full 60 minutes. And um, obviously, um, when you're down two nothing, you're chasing the game, and uh, we weren't able to tie it up after that. So, yeah, it's just you know, it's. It sucks because you know we we had a good push there in the third too, you know hit a post, a um, couple of great chances to to make it three three and and doesn't go in for us. There certainly were moments, but was the group desperate enough? Like I said, in spurts I think we were, but uh, for full sixty uh, we weren't. And you know this is a league where you got to be on on your game for. For uh, full 60 minutes, and and we didn't have that. Well, on with the stakes of this game and where you guys are in the standings, how would you explain not having a full 60? Uh, I I wish I had an answer for you. Um, you know, um, when it's big games, uh, you know, we need guys to step up and be you know big players and. Um, you know, we didn't have that tonight from from everyone. The fact that this team has not won a game when traveling after two periods, is there any way you can even explain that? Because I don't know if I've ever heard of a team that doing that. Yeah, because, you know, you talk about that, and it was there a lot last year, and for whatever reason, it, wasn't, it hasn't been there once this year. So, um, you know, that's another frustrating stat to look at. Is there sort of players holding each other accountable as well, the season has gone this way? Has there been that element in this group that you've seen? Uh, you know, maybe not enough. You know, we'd probably be in a better position if we did a better job of that. Okay, thanks, Original 16, a great way to celebrate things done well. All right, welcome back. Flames Post Game Live. It's brought to you by Original 16. And uh, part of being in the playoff race in the final 10 games is taking a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Not on the players, but it is a part of this particular portion of the job. Here is the one you'll focus on bottom right. Nashville wins 2-1 in a shootout which means a three-point game, and uh, Seattle does get the one point. And then the one to keep an eye on here tonight is still ongoing. There's about 10 minutes left, 12 minutes left in the third period. Anaheim has just tied it against uh, Winnipeg. They had a lead in the uh, second or after 40. Kyle Connor scores, but uh, Frank Vitrano scores 
uh, to tie it up. So maybe a glimmer there if uh, if Anaheim can somehow find a goal in regulation and you find yourself right back here in the same position uh, for Saturday, four points back at Winnipeg. But, uh, but the math is getting diff more difficult as the uh, games pass along. Yeah, we'll leave that to the experts. Yeah. It's just it's too yeah. It's you got to win. It's more so yeah, about getting it done yourself. Yeah. And it always is. That's what it ultimately comes down to every year. And the one tough number there is obviously Nashville with uh, games remaining. Yeah. That's that's probably one of the biggest kickers that's still left out there and for a team that's kind of decimated with injuries and, and traded, traded away, away a bunch of guys, yeah. they find a way to keep winning. Yeah, for sure. And uh, that's a look at your Western Conference playoff picture as of right now, but as I said uh, Winnipeg and uh, Anaheim are still playing into the third period in Southern California, just fresh where the Calgary Flames came from. We will uh, put a wrap on this one here tonight, though. It is a 3-2 final. The visiting Vegas School, the Knights come away with a massive win here tonight, and uh, they continue their uh, spread atop the Pacific Division, adding to it now 96 points for first place atop the Pacific. Flames will have to sit and wait for Saturday because that's their next game here on Scotiabank Saddle the Mice as they continue this three-game homestand against the San Jose Sharks, an afternoon game, 2 p.m. at the Scotiabank Saddle. Thanks for watching Flames Post Game Live, brought to you by Original 16. We'll see you back here at the Dome on Saturday.